Had a chance to drive up uh, I-43 for a ways earlier this week. Then to the right there, going northeast on 151. All of a sudden, I was in Manitowoc, the beautiful community of Manitowoc. Spent a little time at the Manitowoc Maritime Museum. Actually, the Wisconsin Maritime Museum, as it's known. Got one a reputation for being one of the largest maritime collections and outreach educational programs in the Midwest. We had a chance to sit down and uh, talk this weekend with Mike Johnson, one of the directors there. They have a marvelous complex for you to take in. Yep, yeah, we've got about 6,000 school kids a year that'll come through the museum, and we've got about 20 different unique programs for schools and other youth programs. But yeah, the kids' waterways room, that is really fun. We'll even have adult groups that they'll remember coming through here 15 years ago. And there's a lot of great information, but they're looking forward to reliving those childhood memories in the waterways room, you know, learning how locks and dams and other water features work. The uh, Wisconsin Built Boat Gallery is rather interesting, too. We've got a whole room dedicated to vessels created in Wisconsin. Yep, yeah, uh, and that's kind of one of our cool things. We've got about 50 total boats in collection. Uh, I just don't have enough space to put them all on display all at the same time, so we try and rotate a few of those out. And every once in a while, we even try a couple, of, try and break a couple of museum rules whenever we can, at least once in every gallery. Uh, so we've got a Mackinac fishing boat that will actually let people climb into and take selfies and everything like that. Yeah. And then your aquatic species room, uh, you call it really an investigation lab. What is that all about? Yep, uh, that's to kind of help our third leg of our uh, mission, and that's so people can realize what's in the waterways. So, you know, when you go out there fishing, you can know what's supposed to be in the waterways, what's been here for years and years and what some of the new things are that are kind of throwing the environment in a little bit of a loop. Uh, your World War II sub, which is uh, moored uh, just, just what, 50 feet from your back door of the museum at uh, the Manitowoc River on the Manitowoc River? Very close. Actually saw uh, action in the war, did it not? It is an historical vessel. Correct, yeah. It saw six war patrols in World War II, one kind of hey, we're here patrol in Korea, and it was a training boat prepping all the guys during the Vietnam uh, conflict from 59 to 70 just down in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the questions I had when I talked to one of your colleagues was, you got a submarine to park on the river, Manitowoc River? How deep is the Manitowoc River? Yep, the middle of the river is stretched out to about 25 feet. Uh, at the edge where we are, it's about 20 feet deep. So you had to dredge it, uh, especially to accommodate uh, the mooring of the of the sub. Um, luckily, uh, we've got a pretty well used river uh, for other large freighter traffic. Uh, so we've got Burger Boat that builds pleasure yachts. We've got a cement factory and a couple of other uh, big commercial things like uh, Breeze Malting. So if you had a craft beer like you know Spotted Cow or something like that. You've had uh, malt from here in Manitowoc. Oh, that's that's really interesting. Okay, take us for a little bit of a tour. When you climb into the sub, how spacious is it? Um, it's just barely enough for 80 people to just barely work for three months of their lives. The engineers got that proportion spot on. You can get about 20 people in a tour, and that's about it. And it's amazing to think if 20 people are standing here for, you know, 45-minute tour, how 80 people were able to somehow live and work and with no other break space elsewhere. Yeah, you know, submarine, dude, the, the, the folks who sign up for that, they, they go through a lot of psychology, and 
you know, the service wants to make sure that you're, you know, you're the right animal to do that kind of thing. But, I mean, you even allow people to overnight in the sub. Tell us about that program. Yep, we've got about 4,000 people a year that spend the night, primarily Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts from around the near Midwest. Uh, we draw from kind of about six hours away. And we've actually got about 45 Boy Scouts right now that are about an hour away from waking up. Uh, it's learning hands-on, like we've got a mock torpedo loading and firing activity, mock diving activity, good weather deck guns, and uh, learn like Morse code and a lot of those cool things that the sailors would have had to have lived with every day. So I think it's really interesting how you've reached out to the scouting community because that's, that's a great historical educational program for the troops here in Wisconsin. Yep, yeah, uh, it's definitely been really fun to have them. We've been doing this for about 21 years now, and we've grown to kind of a, a comfortable capacity. Still a few spots, uh, especially in the summer, for other people to join in. But, yeah, we definitely are really glad to have all the scouts that come through for this program. How much of the you know communications equipment and the inner workings of the sub have you been able to preserve and restore for historical reasons, Mike? Just about everything on board is uh, fully maintained and operational. The only things that really don't work are uh, like the propellers were taken off and some of the ballast tanks have been welded shut so we don't really go anywhere. But other than that, we've got a really stalwart group of volunteers, uh, many of which are actually from down in your listening area, yeah. and they make sure to keep everything running smoothly. Mike, why is it uh, so important for you know folks in general to, to appreciate the Wisconsin maritime history, especially for children to understand it? It kind of shows, you know, where we've come from and what our capabilities are, you know, even, you know, 70, 150 years ago, and kind of what we're able to move forward to and what's around us, because it's waterways, they're in our everyday lives, even if you're over in the middle of the state, there's still plenty of rivers and streams and everything, that it, it really is kind of cool to see what, you know, what connects to the water on a daily basis, as well as, you know, big industry and everything. Mike Johnson, one of the directors at the Wisconsin Maritime Museum uh, in Maritime, Wisconsin. A pleasure speaking with you, sir, and continued success to you and your uh, ongoing educational outreach there in Manitowoc. Yep, thank you very much, Mark. You guys have a great day.